Football Made Simple. Become great at your craft by finding ways to make it simple for those around you. This is the Coaching 101 Podcast, hosted by Find A Way Productions. With your co-host, Daniel Chamberlain and Kenny Simpson. What's up, coaches? This is the Coaching 101 Podcast. I am Daniel Chamberlain. Uh, just doing an intro here by myself. You know, we just got back from AFCA convention, which a lot of you already knew that. Uh, got to take the podcast on the road, do some live recordings with myself and Kenny. And we've had, we had guests all, you know, each of the episodes. Uh, this first one you're going to hear, we got Coach Bo Gould. That's Kenny's O-line guy uh, there at Southside. And we hooked up with Coach PJ Gibbs. He's a defensive coordinator out of Florida. And, you know, we just went a little uh, toe-to-toe, one-on-one action there with the O-line and D-line coach, defensive coordinator, of course, knows D-line play, and just let them kind of take shots at each other, a little bit of chalkboard wars, uh, just live. So it was uh, pretty neat to see. I think it's an episode you're going to enjoy. We learned a lot doing it. Well, you know, these next few episodes you're going to hear will be from the AFCA and, and just, you know, the guest we got to sit down with there. So, Really hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, here is myself and Kenny Simpson with Bo Gould and PJ Gibbs. Coaching 101 podcast is sponsored by Findaway Productions. Findaway Productions also sponsors fbcoachsimpson.com for all your coaching needs with over 30 coaching materials, books, as well as 50 PowerPoints and videos and smaller materials and the free magazine headsets. Findaway Productions also sponsors OffensiveCoordinatorAcademy.com, all things offense, and DefensiveCoordinatorAcademy.com, all things defense. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Speed and Movement. At AthleticSpeedMovement.com, we've taken Dell Basket's 45 years of speed and movement training and put it all in one place just for you. You can get the same training that NFL players have been getting for years, collegiate players have been getting for years, and now high schools across the nation are paying thousands of dollars to bring Dell in to, to install his system. But we've got it online for you. It's time to help your team become faster, not just in the 40, not just their sprint speed, but between the tackles and their cuts while they're chasing down the quarterback. It's time for you to help them become faster everywhere. Jump over to athleticspeedmovement.com. There's an orange button there. Just click it. It says, uh, get the keys to playing faster. You'll get the three core movement video from Dell. He's explaining the science behind it all for just the price of your email. Check it out, athleticspeedmovement.com. Here with Coach Gibbs, brought Coach Gould back. Uh, everyone loved your episode last season for the Follow the Guard episode, so glad to have you back on here. Of course, with Coach Simpson and I'm Daniel Chamberlain. Um, we're talking a little O-line, D-line play today. Coach Gibbs has been nice enough to uh, try to defeat all of our O-lines things, especially <laughs> with, with Kenny selling the gun tee and Bo being a savant and running it now. Um, it really does give us a chance to let other people poke holes in the plan. So. Um, coach, I know you know. Initially, we want to talk kind of theory of the D line, so we'll just start with you since you're the newcomer here. Both yeah. like old season vet now. So <laughs> yeah. Go second. Yeah. So, kind of, what's your theory when you're looking at D line? I know offensive have got super modern, a lot of multiple looks. Yeah. So, has that changed what you're doing at all? Yeah, I think 100. percent I think um, you need to be unless you have the guys that can just kind of sit in a certain front. I think at the high school level, you have to be as multiple as possible. Give them different looks because I know. Just based on what coach does, um, there's specific rules to you know what you know if the guy's a shade or if he's head up or you know you know he's a three or a four eye. Like you get, I, I think for us it's um, it's it's confusion, um, and and that's kind of like you know we we just don't sit in a 
Um, we may be a three down, but post that we may be bringing five or four, or, you know, something that you may you may not count on. So I think yeah, I think you have to be as multiple as possible, but you don't want to overcomplicate things because then on our side of the ball we're thinking, and that's an advantage for you guys. Yeah, I actually uh, saw somebody posting on Twitter or something, coaches about how defense have tried to get so simple. Oh, it was the Michael Penix interview uh, after they after Washington won their game. And he was like, oh yeah, they came out and they were super simple, right? Yep. And it's like, we preach that to our kids and some O-line coach is like, oh yeah, well, you keep teaching simplicity and I'm gonna keep beating you because right, right. if you can't move around, you show me a picture, I'm gonna block the picture. 100%. So, yeah, that is a, a, a good way to look at things. Um, I know, so me as a coach, I learn from all the place and I learn, uh, I, I watch the OU players, of course, and I listen to them talk and go to the next level and hear their interviews. And they, uh, the D-line, we're talking about Alex Grinch he moves his defense line like pre-snap 50% of the time or something. Yeah. And those kids hated it. They felt like they were unprepared or out of position more often than not. And so I took that and put it in my toolbox. But then, you know, you watch other greats that are doing the same. They're moving there. It's just moving them around. So it's like kind of uh, just got to pick your poison and do whatever you do really well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think so too. And guys that I've learned from over the years, like um, it's funny, I met uh, Coach Simpson. We did the, during COVID, we did um, – the, the COVID clinics, yeah, the Chalk Wars with uh, Matt Arafat, who just got a head coaching job in Texas, and um, that's how uh, Coach and I kind of hooked up. But um, guys that I've learned from, like uh, Coach Brown's been a mentor of mine for, for years, and uh, I, I think just giving, you know, giving the offensive line, like we don't want to think on defense, but we want them thinking on offense. And I think, you know, especially when you have a certain snap count you want to go on, and something I talked about in, in the skills and drills thing before was kind of, if you get resources to scout, try to figure out when coach wants to snap the football, and then two seconds before that, that's when we want to stem. You know, we don't want to stem pre-snap right away because now that gives them the advantage. Right. You know, we want to go. We want to go. We, you know, we want to go. Po- like as close to when they want to snap the ball as possible. Absolutely. I tell you, and I know Bo's going to talk O-line, but scheme-wise, I'd say for like offensively, you see those teams like you said that either they're always up tempo or they're always two seconds for the snap. You know, on just on the play clock, and that's why I think offensively you have to have variations of tempo because guys like PJ are doing that. And if they know, hey, they're snapping the ball at a second left on the play clock, man, they can time everything up. You know, so I think that's really, really big. I know Bo's going to talk O line like theory, but as far as scheme, I think that's a really good point. It's not just knowing how to move, like you said, but knowing when to move. We we played a team. Uh, I think it was first round of playoffs, second round of playoffs this year. And their snap count was just everybody's in place, quarterback says ready, does the hand clap, and the center snaps it when he wants. So it was like there might be a full second and a half oh, wow. delay, and it was weird. Um, I, we couldn't really time anything because you don't know. So like whenever that guy is, so it went back to old school football, right? Like see the ball, play the ball. Like if it, if it snaps, it goes. So it's, it's, big. it's pretty nice to see how people want to do that tempo. So, Coach, we'll bring in uh, Coach Bo Gould, offensive line coach for the Southside Southerners. Absolute stud. Uh, sun is out. I don't see any guns once yeah, again. So yeah. It's a little like, chilly up here. Yeah, he told me it's freezing early. So, <laughs> so Coach, uh, just working back on that theory side, offensive line, what are what are you doing nowadays that to, to counteract not only what he's doing, mm-hmm. um, just we're all seeing odd front now, right? It seems like everybody's in the 3-4. Uh, so what are you doing with your guys to, to help with that? Yeah, well, uh, like Coach Gibbs was saying, you know, um, everybody's going to be multiple uh, or more so now, um, they're going to be changing a lot during the game. But also, what we see on our end is it's kind of hard to game plan for them, anyways, because 
it'll be something different than they've shown in film uh, Friday night. So, uh, and he kind of touched on it about our rules and stuff, but I think that's something that kind of works in our favor because we do have rule based on every play to where uh, technically we should be able to run it and be okay. It may not be the best play in that situation, uh, but we shouldn't uh, get negatives because of it. Uh, because if, as long as we follow our rules instead of focusing on what number or who I'm blocking. Um, so that's really helped us. A question for you, Coach Gould, I know you do a line, and I know probably what I think, but I don't know what you think. Would you rather play a team like PJ that they move all over the place, or would you rather play that team that sits in like a forefront and they just anchor everything down? And screw? I know we run a different offense. Yeah. You probably see spread, I'm guessing, yeah. most of the time, PJ. A ton. Right, and yeah. so like, what you're running offensively, what we're running offensively yeah. is not exactly that. Which one would you rather see? I would rather see somebody that uh, I'm going to know what they're going to be in and they're not going to be changing it. There you go, PJ. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, it the it makes it easy does, because no matter what, at the start of the game, or at least the kids that I coach, I'm going to have to sit over there for a couple of drives to make sure, guys, hey, remember, your rule is to block down even though he should know that. Yeah. But it makes it a lot easier when I can draw that up for them because they're not shifting, they're not yep. doing anything. Um, they may have like an empty check when we're an empty and it looks a little bit different than what it does. But generally speaking, those linemen that we're blocking are going to be in the same places and that makes my job a lot easier. Are you asking for like extra time before the snap so you guys can communicate more? Like, hey, we need to slow things down another second? Just allow for um, communication? Or so, sometimes if, if we know that um, they're going to be a blitz-heavy team or something like that, we'll do a lot more of a check with me at the line. So that time is kind of built in for the lineman to see that guy walking up or, or whatever. But uh, generally speaking, I don't really care about our tempo unless it is a blitz-heavy team. And then I want to want those guys to walk up so we can get our stay calls or, or whatever it is that we have planned. Yeah, I, so I think we're going to try to hopefully transition. Now we're kind of doing this on the fly here at AFCA. So, uh, but PG, I think we're going to try to do basically. Bo's going to talk about a type of block. So we're going to let him do down blocks and do base blocks and then maybe even do a reach block. Let him go and how he's teaching it. Sure. Then let you talk to how you're teaching your D line and how they're going to defeat that. So it's not really a a war. Right. We want to hear both y'all's theory on that. Yeah. Uh, but you, what, you want, what block do you want to go with first? Bro? I'll do uh, down blocks yep. since it's probably the key really in our entire deal. Right. Um, so with us, you know, we're not blessed with having your prototypical linemen that are getting recruited to all the colleges, you know. Um, so, for example, our guards uh, were like uh, high 100s. Um, and our biggest guy was like 250 this year, uh, but we we're able to run for set a record at the school for our running yards. So basically how I teach down blocks is we're okay if they go upfield. Uh, we're not worried about that penetration. Um, so one of the things I'm looking at is if the guy is an upfield player um, or if he's an anchor technique and like reading our blocks. Um, so I'm gonna change the head placement on my guy. If he's upfield, uh, our head's going to be across and we're down on the hip. If he's a reader, a reactor trying to fall over us, we're going to place our head on his back then. Um, and the rest of that, I'm, we're trying to drive uh, and then work our hips toward the hole to protect that guy from coming into the hole. Um, and that's the gist of our down block. So PJ, 
And I'm going to be taking notes on this. We sucked at defeating the down ball. We're good at doing it. Both did a good job. Yeah. Our D-line, we get washed everywhere. Yeah. So how are you teaching the D-line to kind of handle it down, recognize it, and then handle it? Yeah, we have two really good D-line coaches. Um, but, I mean, again, I'll just talk about how we, we start, like, in spring install because we, we do so much attacking and so much movement. We're very rarely in, you know, a shade or, you know, things like that. Um, but what we really do is – if we have like, a three technique, let's say, and we're teaching them how to defeat a down block, uh, we're going to launch to the outside shoulder of the guard, all right, through the V of the neck. Yeah. Um, half the man, I think that's the biggest coaching point for defensive linemen is you're doing the offense and alignment a favor if you go straight down the center. Like, you know, we want to create, we want to create space. You guys don't want to create space, mm -hmm. right? So we always work a drill where we'll launch to the V of the neck and then if, I always tell our guys, if you feel pressure on the outside part of your shoulder pad, you're going to take your, your outside arm, push through the shoulder pad, outside shoulder pad of that guard, and you're going to pop your hips through. You're going to pop yeah. your hips through. Um, and then you're, you're going to get skinny. You know, so, um, you know, for us, that's just, like, day one, like, defeating a down block. Now, again, if it's, it's, if it's to a point where, like, guy, guys are going to get, you know, washed, like if, if you have a tackle that's 6'4", 275, and I got a three technique that's 5'11", 190, it don't matter. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. it don't matter, you know, at the end of the day. So, um, you know, for us, um, it's it's really just teaching that basic fundamental of feeling that pressure on, on the outside part of your shoulder pad, punching, punching with your outside arm and throwing your hips through, mm -hmm. grabbing grass and staying square. Yeah. So you'll see our guys do that, like, basic, like, just boom. You know, that's the kind of like you first couple days. In your everyday drills. Everyday individuals, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll work that. Yeah. We, we, we kind of teach the same. We just put post hip and rip is what we call it. Same thing. Like yeah. Feel pressure. You got to get back fire with yeah. fire. Yep. Throw your hip. We, we talk yeah. about a lot of times, you know, your hip owns the gap. Your head, your shoulders yep. don't own the gap. Your hips own the gap. Yeah. So as a D lineman, if that's your gap, um, you better get your hips in. Yeah. Yep. And then and then rip across the play. Yep. So I'm glad to know that what I'm yeah. teaching at the very base level of even freshman ball. Yep. Uh, you're teaching up the big level. Well, that's block recognition 101 there. Yep. So now, all right, so now you've made that move and you got to teach those escapes. I'm sure you have some kind of, are you a spin escape guy? Are you a win with speed escape guy? Are you a grip guy? Where, how do you teach them to escape? You recognize the block. Yeah. You got skinny. Yeah. He's still on you. Yep. So how are you trying to teach them to escape? I, I don't like our guys spinning because I don't like them to expose their back. Um, a very I, in, in the years I've, I've had one kid that I've allowed to do it because he was really really good at it, um, and I think that's everywhere in high school. Is every year you have different kids, so you know guys that are really good at something. But um, without what we'll do is we'll uh, if he's if he's still getting washed, we'll have him take his hips and and pop just to stay square. Just stay in the gap. Just stay in the gap. Yeah, because we're no matter what we do defensively, whether it's a heavy pressure or even like a simulator or something. Everybody, it's, it's gap assignment football. You know, it's not just like, hey, let's throw something against the wall and see what sticks. Everybody has a job, everybody has a gap. Um, now, if it's something where it's like, a, it's boot, let's say they're blocking down and you guys are booting out, then I'm okay with them coming over the top. You know, punching and ripping, yeah, but we, and again, it's the same thing. Get your arm over, don't, don't expose your ribcage. Because you're going to teach, oh, that's beautiful, man. That's yeah. like that's like going to barbecue on a Friday night, bro. It's <laughs> boom, just take his butt right to the sideline. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and I think, you know, you're going to get out of the kids what you put into it. Like, if you don't spend a whole lot of time on that, don't be surprised if they continually get washed because you're not working on it. Yeah. You know, that's our job as coaches.
Yeah. So Bill, we'll throw that to you. So you talked about the first couple steps, head placement. Yeah. So now, all right, you're, you're in a great spot right now. Now what are you teaching that kid to finish and maintain it? Yeah, from from there, um, it's all our, our footwork. Um, spinning our, our feet around, preventing that guy from coming over the top. Yeah. Um, and, and spinning our feet. And as a coach, you know, I have a couple of drills where if I have some kids that are struggling uh, with their footwork, uh, then we're going to do our down block drills. I'm not going to change anything except I'm not going to allow them to use their hands. And we're going to do it only with our feet, having to block the guy with the hand shield, only using our feet. So hopefully I'm getting that part out of it as well. Is that turning like a mirror drill? It reminds me of like a yeah, mirror down, drill. Really. Down block mirror drill kind yeah. of, you know. That's genius. Um, Yep, and uh, we're, our head's where it needs to be, and all I'm doing is working my feet to keep that guy from coming over. Oh, that's, um, that's but, uh, a lot of people probably can't think that simply, yeah. right? you got to <laughs> make it work instead of simple. But, but yeah, you know, there's there's several things out there, and it all comes down to has, have you worked that with your kid, like you were saying? Uh, have you made that a focus? You know, and I think that's why the preparation and the film work it, Maybe you haven't done this the first two games, but now you're seeing a team that you need to work on this. So are you doing that on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday before you play on Friday? You know. Right, you want to jump to block number two? So yeah, block number one, I feel pretty good about yeah. that. Well, let's go to a base block. So, which I know in our offense we don't really even do that. So I'm kind of making Bo answer a hard question here. <laughs> we will base some, but we're always half a man blocking. Yeah. Uh, but let's just say, for the sake of this whole debate, you have a two, and we've asked you to block that. Yeah. Kid base block what's your first couple steps and then we'll go to pj his first couple steps. yeah well uh normally um that would happen for us on whenever we're running our belly play i think and depending on where the guys are lining up if he's head up of us there should be um a predetermined area that that play is going to hit for us um for example if i'm the guard and i got a two and i know it's going to be hitting b gap then that's the foot i'm going to step with first uh, to pre hopefully uh, prevent that from getting over there. And like Coach Simpson was saying, uh, we're blocking a half a guy, so I'm going to step to that way and then focus on that guy's half. Um, I know in the playoffs this year, our, our strong guard was 195, and their D linemen, they had two big old guys that I think in the program they said 340-plus just because the scale couldn't go above that. <laughs> and uh, we, we were able to still have success with that. Uh, not because that guy could block him, but because I gave him the tools of cutting him in half, understanding where we're trying to run it, and that that, that really helped us out. You know? Yeah, I know you're probably a head-up dude, so I know you're probably doing some movement stuff. Yeah. But let's just say that whatever you've moved to, a base block's coming at you. Right. So what are you doing? Um, so I guess for us, it's um, always having that gap hand free. Um, but also, too, it's about, for us, it would be, be like, be able to create space right so you know get our arms out and and that's one of the biggest things that we see it you know um in the spring is you know the kids want to get off want to get off want to get off want to get off but it's like dude you got to get your hands on the guys yeah because again we, we all work together right so it's like if the dli's not doing their job getting their hands on the o-line and they get into the second level yeah. now we're in trouble yeah because now you guys get in the second level now our last line of defense is the secondary we don't want those guys being the leaders in tackling my field and boundary safety shouldn't be the leader in tackle, right? So um, it's about, same thing Coach talked about, half a man, arm extension, all right, and creating space. 
and yeah. being able so like if you do base block us and now I'm 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 an outside gap. Well now the back now the back goes goes back to the escape part. Right now I can get rid of the O line and now I get back on the play. So I think that's just, it's it's kind of like teaching that it, we, we talk about like educational stacking, right? Learning, adding, subtracting, multiplying, and division, right? Don't go from adding to multiplication. You got to kind of stack it and teach them to do yeah. things the right way. Yeah. Shout out to Kenny Ridley. He's been talking. He's been using math words for football yeah. for a long time. And I'm time. a history guy. I'm not a big math guy. <laughs> and educate your kids how to add and subtract before you teach them. You say yeah. yep. educational stacking. That means you get like six figures, and you can make a lot of money doing that. <laughs> I wish, man. From, from your from your mouth to God's ears. Boom, 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 boom. There we go. Uh, it's, a, it's a baseball. Game. I know we don't do much. And, and yeah. Really, I don't think there's a lot of baseballing going on in football now. You kind of see down block. Nope. On the other block, you see we don't do zone blocking, but we'll do reach. Right. That's similar. Mm -hmm. You can, I'm sure y'all see a ton of zone down yep. in Florida. Yeah. So, Bo, you know, I know we don't run zone. Yeah. Let's just pretend we are running some kind of zone or reach block. Yeah. What are you teaching on that? Well, I think that that ties into, like, our, our Trojan with, like, our wing and stuff. Um, so I'll go over how we teach his steps on that play. Um, basically, what we're going to do is we, we tell him that he gets three steps to hook the guy that he's supposed to be hooking. If that guy's fighting him outside, uh, then by his third step, we're okay if he rides him out to the sidelines. Yeah, with his with his inside hand, and then we'll hit it underneath him instead of it going outside. So it's kind of a two-way uh, deal there where it could go outside or it could go inside that force player. And normally that's determined on, that, on the guy that's doing the reach block his third step. And you're telling him, like, big decision, right? Either yeah. Get your butt inside or get your butt outside. Yep. Give the running back a read yep. he can read right now. Yeah, not, and not so much for our running back because all our running back knows is he's following our guard. So it's yeah. more the read for our guard. The, guard. the guard's got to have a clear read. Yeah. And the running back, all he knows is he don't even know what play it is. He's taught to follow the guard every time. So, so I know, PJ, yeah. your defense is a little different, so I know it may teach a little different. But you're, yeah. You're reading a reach block. Let's say I'm yep. in a, I'm in whatever, and I'm starting to get overtaken. Yep. Are you going to give that guy freedom underneath, over top, or how are you teaching him to handle that? We're t if if you're an edge guy, be the edge guy, right? So one of the things we I think our, our guys do a really good job of our, our two D line coaches um, is we we do this thing with uh, I should have started this in the beginning, but we don't, we don't teach as far as snap count with the ball. We teach the kids to watch the, the outside foot of the offensive lineman. So, like, if you're gonna, we're gonna know if you're gonna down block. We're gonna know if you're gonna try to reach. We're gonna know if you're gonna pace. So that's kind of like, 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 uh, I guess visual recognition key for, for our guys. Yeah. You know, because I always tell them like, you don't need to perif the ball. If they don't move, you don't move. So look at that outside foot because it's gonna tell you where where that guy's going. We all watch the NFL. We watch the Kelsey brother that's up there getting the. You know, he's cheating off the line every snap. Oh yeah. By a half a second, so like, yeah. If you just go with egos, you're probably going to be better off than waiting on the ball. Yes, they're, they're all cheating anyway. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Now, guys, reaching, you're feeling them reaching. You're not an edge. Let's say you're a three technique. Yep. The guard's trying to overtake you. Are you trying to get vertical push and push him back into the yes. backfield? Are you trying to beat him outside? It, I mean, for I mean, for us, it, it all depends on that 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 kid. Like, so it you know, for us, like, we're we were we were really fortunate this year. We had, we had two. Um, we had an F FBS nose guard, and we have a FCS, uh, you know, four, four I. So we had we had those guys were able to do something a little bit differently. But if he's if coaches guys doing a really good job of, of reaching, I would say thing. I want to create separation and extend. I want to keep you on the line of scrimmage. I don't want yeah. you gaining depth to that 
second level, right? So I want to I want to keep fighting outside and just basically like I tell them, it's like all you guys. We have, we have a school where everybody thinks they're a basketball player, right? Even even our big guys think they're hoopers. So I'm like, do your do your deep, how, how do you play defensive basketball? Slide, like yeah. you know, you're talking about your book, right? You know, right? So freaking slide, man. You, you know, you yeah. hit the floor. Like remember Duke back in the day, boom, Coach K, and you slide, you go, and you slide. You know, yeah. it's it, it's. I think being able to translate the football stuff, and you did a great job with your book, Coach. Your football stuff to other sports that the kids play. Yeah. I think that because now that now again, it's like, what'd you do wrong? I didn't. I didn't slide. Yeah. I know. I, I I took the don't. I always tell them don't take the easy way out. Yeah. Because all because all you're doing is you're leaving the guy behind you hanging. And I said when I played, if the D lineman did something like that, we were gonna have words in the huddle. That's yeah. back when we huddled on defense. I'm the, going back to like. <laughs> Putting it in other thing, other sports that they play. I'll I'll be with the seventh grade uh, doing offense out there, and we're working screens. And I'll tell the quarterback all he's doing is turning the double play, play, like get the ball out there, yeah. turn the double play. You know, and it's like, yeah. oh, I don't have to sit here and turn the ball around and no. all that. No, I'm. I gotta get this thing out. We're trying to turn two here. Yep. You know, so <laughs> we're gonna do we're gonna do an infomercial in the middle right here because both these guys have materials. We want to make sure we're promoting. And then we're going to ask you the last question coming up after that, which will be, what's the worst thing you can see from it? Yeah, we were talking about upfield or downfield. Yeah. What kind of defensive alignment do you not want to see? Yeah. And what kind of offensive scheme do you not want to see? Yeah. So that'll be our last question. Before then, though, I'll promote a little bit and let y'all talk. I know Coach Gould has his first book out. He did offensive line drill book. Why don't you talk about that a little bit, Coach? Yeah, so I got the offensive line drill book. Um, it's kind of piggyback off the gun tee system that Coach Simpson does, uh, but really it would coordinate if you're a power gap, run scheme type of guy. It has several drills in there. Uh, the down block stuff that we talked about earlier, uh, various things in there um, that, that we do at our school. So it's been really good for us. And we're hoping he's got a couple more materials coming out soon. <laughs> and uh, uh, PJ, you are a material machine. You got stuff everywhere. So yeah. tell us where we go find your stuff. I got the two books um, out on Amazon, The Right Defense for Your Program, Volumes 1 and 2. And then I uh, uh, collaborated uh, with, with Coach Stewart. And I got the three safety defensive system, 15 courses. It's on my website, um, fbcoachgibbs.com. And um, that's it's um, I did four installs last year, and Coach was a big uh, help. You know, anytime I had a question on whether it was dumb or otherwise, uh, he he would help me out. <laughs> We're learning together, yeah, brother. you know what I mean. So, um, but yeah, so it's been it's been very exciting, and um, we had our our best year at Golden Gate this year. Uh, most wins in the history of the school, first conference, first district, first playoff win. Uh, just a little bit under 15 points a game. Um, 41% havoc rate for the season, so yeah. our kids really bought, it's about the buy-in, right? They really bought into, you know, what we were doing. And I want to hit one more thing. I know it's not a, a promotional thing, but I want to talk a little bit about your daughter. I thought that was a really cool yeah. story about her getting to go to UConn, or was it She a, went to, uh, yeah, so she was up at um, uh, Coach Dorian. Uh, the first place we went up to was NC State. Uh, Coach Dorian had invited us up uh, for the Clemson game, uh, so she got to be an assistant coach. Uh, she's on the autism spectrum. She's 12 years old, um, extremely high functioning. Wants to be a football coach. She's defensive analyst. And we had some issues with my school district um, with her being on the field, and that's all I can say about that. Yeah, I'm not gonna put you in trouble. Yeah, um, and then uh, Don's been a, a great friend of mine, so he invited us up. Um, so she got to script his whole defense for the UConn game, all 75 plays, and uh, got geared up both times, and they treated her like royalty, man. So that's it was awesome. uh, as a dad. 
to, to see her enjoy herself like that, especially after what we went through, it was great. Yeah, and obviously you're dealing with one autism spectrum. Second, you're dealing with a girl who wants to be a football coach. Yeah. Talk about that for a little bit. And what are your, you know, I, I think it's awesome. Yeah. She's wanting to do that. So how are you trying to kind of promote her and help her in that world? Yeah, I mean, she's um, she she really enjoys the game. Um, for you know, for me, it's it's trying to get her around the right people. Um, like she's coming up with me. We're coaching in the uh, Tropical Bowl in Orlando in two weeks. That's a FBS All Star game. So she's helping me with the defensive backs, and these are. Um, FBS guys from all over the country that are going to play. 32, all 32 NFL teams will be represented there watching these guys and she gets it. I think the more exposure she gets around the high level stuff, I think once, because I know once she gets to high school, wherever we put her, she's going to want to be on the coaching staff. So to have her on two FBS sidelines this year, uh, to have her coach in a college all-star game and um, we may be going to um, Ann Arbor in the spring for the spring game. So uh, it's it's just to give her as much exposure to the sport as possible. Really, to have her figure out what she wants to do. Because I'm like, you know, you understand, like, this. If you get a job doing this, it's not going to be like doing it with that. You know, it's going to be putting food on the table for it. And you know, it's whether you want to be a scout or an analyst or a coach or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, I'll support you 100. percent But you have to understand this. This is this is going to be your livelihood if you choose to do so. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool to be able to be following that journey. If you guys are listening to the podcast and you reach out to Coach Gibbs. So how would they reach out to you? And then we'll do Coach Gould. Yeah. And I got that last question we got to answer. So how they can get you? Uh, so easy. My Twitter's at Coach PJ Gibbs, and then uh, my email is pgibbs8424 at Gmail. So either way, you guys want to reach out. Any questions? Let me know. Yeah. So uh, my Twitter account is Coach uh, at Coach Bo Gould, and Gmail. You guessed it. Coach Bo Gould at gmail.com. <laughs> so it's pretty simple. I didn't have. Boom. There's no other Coach Bo Goulds out there, I guess. Uh, but, but yeah, so that's how you can reach out to me. And uh, whatever you need, any questions you have, you know, I'm just giving back. You know, everybody's been so nice to me to give to me. Um, so I have no problem helping whoever might need help. For, for the clarity, you spell it B-O, not B-A-U. Yeah. He's not, <laughs> yeah. He's not yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Uh, got the Arkansas letter in there. There we go. Less <laughs> letters is better, right? Yeah. We'll do the last question I've got, and then we'll let the real host of the show close this out correctly. Dan, that's Daniel's job. He needs to get out with that. So, all right. So, PJ, worst offensive scheme that you don't like going against? I know this is D-line specific. You know, so what's up mean you run game? Yeah. So, what's the kind of run game you go, man, we better get ready? Any, any type of triple option or split back here. Because you're, you're, you're counting on high school kids to do their assignments for 48 minutes and that that to me no matter schematically what you do i mean the one positive thing is if a big play does bust you know who screwed up dive yeah. quarterback pitch guy or we talk about area with that stuff but um but yeah i would say those because they just like you're kind of holding your breath every especially if yeah. depending on their, they got dudes in the backfield yeah, like triple option. two years ago we faced naples high school they have uh, starting running back at NC State and starting running back at Arkansas were in the backfield. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah you got those guys. You better be playing. Yeah. yeah. Running triple option, you're getting one-on-one tackles. Yep. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool to let's flip it now. What's the worst look you can see? Yeah, it's just I, I don't feel like it's uh, the the look as far as like um, it's more if they're they're multiple, like Coach Gibbs was saying, you know. Um, it doesn't really matter if they're odd or even. If we can figure out what you're going to be in, it works into our hands. 
um, it works into him. I can report back to him to get the right plays out there and stuff like that. But if you're constantly moving your front, blitzing randomly and things like that, um, it, it, it frustrates us easy up there. You close this out. You know what it is. I mean, we'll, we'll do the real closing uh, report. I'll go back to it on the computer where it's a little better quality. Um, appreciate you guys getting through this with us. With the, I know the sound is kind of everywhere. You probably hear the waterfall if I haven't gotten it cut out and people and the chairs. Man, uh, it's AFCA week though, right? So we're going to have a blast and we're going to push through. We've got to be resilient in this time of difficult podcasts. <laughs> yes. The first world problems here. But, uh, yeah. yeah. We yeah, appreciate exactly. Coach Gibbs, Coach Gould coming yeah. out. Guys, uh, you know, we. Reach out to both of them. They're legit. They want to help. Uh, I know. I know. BJ's traveling all over the country doing installs, and Coach School's doing a couple with me, and getting to connect with coaches has been big time. So reach out to us. And, and in a couple of years, probably about 20 years, your daughter may have to hire me to be an offensive <laughs> line coach or something. Hopefully, she'll hire me. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Awesome. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, like Katie said, thank you so much for yep. 30 minutes here with us, and, and uh, we'll uh, we'll look forward to the next time. Awesome. Yep. Thank you.